Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 100. Jesus, 132. Michael, what is up? What were, what were we doing? What were we doing 130 episodes ago? Episode 2. What was episode 2? Uh, episode 2... I don't know. Wasn't that that was you at the that was you at the at the the dobel hodinky the tequila thing, right? That was, I mean, that was fun. I, I wish I knew that people sipped on tequila. No, and and didn't just yeah. That that's exactly what episode two was. I'm seeing it now. <laughs> it's also marked as pre wind up NYC 2016, Jeez. and our and our daily beaters. Wow. I'd like to hear about our daily beaters back then. We should that's, we should that's do a topic that's, we should do a pod we should do a, a a YouTube sister segment where it's just our reactions listening to our old fucking episodes. <laughs> oh, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> that's when we can finally pull your dad in <laughs> to no, get my, his reaction too. No, my father will never know that I do. My family will never know that I do. <laughs> I I just lie to them about what I do. It's easier than telling the truth. Why would I tell the truth? <laughs> <laughs> what good could come of the truth? You know what I mean? Hey, like, like you mentioned before, I think you saw some <clears throat> some traffic coming to the site from LinkedIn. So <laughs> now now people that we work with because we have this as well. We have we have a LinkedIn page. Yes, we yeah. have a LinkedIn page now. Super pro, man. It's super. I was so afraid that I would have to I would have to tell LinkedIn only two people work here. But luckily, I was able to choose a range of one to ten. So it could be mm-hmm. two or ten people that work here. There are more than there are more than two people working here. We have the we um, have the contributors, right? And we have our IT guy in um. <laughs> what was his name again? I can't remember. I wrote it down. <laughs> you talked to him. You're supposed to add him to the footer on the. I'm website. gonna add him. We we Michael and I made a a fictitious IT person as our like <laughs> as our like director of 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 like of like of like 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 tech or some shit like that. It was like the fakest fucking brown name. <laughs> I could possibly string together. So the next time the site is down for four days, we're blaming that guy. <laughs> it's easier that way. You know what I mean? Oh, <sighs> here we go. I'm going to try my best to stay on track. Episode 132. This is going to be a lot of fun. This is kind of um, on the back of something we talked about recently, but I like, um, I like the idea of revisiting it just because some things have changed between uh, you know, now and then, I think maybe perspectives have changed. I know my fucking perspective has changed. I fucking hate hate watches now. I'm trapped in a prison. You ever you remember that Creed song, "My Own Prison"? <laughs> yeah, I do. Can we make that a new? Why are you laughing at me, dude? Can we make that a new theme song? I was I was a big fan of that record. That was their first record. Which was was that Human Clay or was that before Human Clay? That was before. Wow, that's heavy. I'm fucking yeah. depressed. It's really depressing. That I remember. Fucking human clay. <laughs> I bought that album. I walked into a I Me walked too. into a fucking CD store and I had paper legal tender and I handed it to some fucking overcaffeinated loser behind the counter and I bought that CD. I bought Human Clay and Don and a Donna Lewis record in the same day. There you go. That's crazy, yeah. dude. How I times love you always forever. <laughs> How times have changed. But here, sorry, super distracted. It's been a long week. Episode 132, traveling with watches, travel watches. Like I, I like the idea of us really thinking about and reevaluating what we look for in a good watch to 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 travel with. So 
Um, I didn't have time to prepare because fuck it. So I'm going to think of some stuff on the fly. Mike's got some stuff prepared because he's much more better at this than I. He's, he's much more gooder. <laughs> he's much more gooder at this than more I am. Gooder. <clears throat> so um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We do have... Actually, I have to... I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause. I have to pause and take a sip of, of this... Of this. Hold on. This tea I'm drinking right now. One second here. Mm-hmm. Ah, Michael. This is... This is the most delicious fucking liquid I've ever drank in my life. Do you know why it's so fucking delicious? Why? Because I'm drinking it out of a goddamn two-book watch knobs mug. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> we did it. We have we merch. We got to talk about those. We have merch. Uh, kind of, I guess we have merch. Um... We have a shop on Teespring. Um, T E S. It's fucking new to me. I don't know. S P R I N G. Some shit like that. There'll be a link Spring. in the in the show notes. And um, yeah, it's actually a really cool experience um, with the whole Teespring website. The first merch product we put up there, which um, I'm, I'll share with you guys, because people have been like, people ask us all the time. To set up merch i'm just like mm-hmm. dude i don't know i don't know what the fuck to like i'm just a man you know what i mean i don't know what the fuck to do who do i call you know mm-hmm. um but got this mug set up i think it's it's just a it's just a fucking plain white mug with the tbws logo on there and yeah. i love this because i think when we were trying to figure out what to do we both had that eureka moment of just like i wanted to have the same embodiment of like the nassau meatball logo mug you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After rewatching fucking Apollo 13, all I wanted to do was buzz cut my hair, smoke <laughs> cigarettes, and just drink coffee out of the fucking NASA <laughs> mugs, dude. And there's rush uh, shipping available. I'm seeing now if you uh, <clears throat> if you can't wait. If you can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go and check it out. I'm trying to figure out what else we can do for merch. Obviously, as we mentioned a few episodes ago, we are taking t-shirt ideas as well, but... Go and check it out. It's pretty simple in terms of the offering offerings uh, now because we're just taking it slow. You know, pretty small operation with Michael and myself and just seeing where this thing goes. But yeah, you guys have been asking. We're starting to do it. I think this mug is fucking awesome. I'm actually super impressed with the quality. So I actually set this up a long time ago, but I didn't talk about it because I wanted to order one myself to see how the quality was because I was afraid someone had just was just going to like screen print it with their taint. And then just, like, mm-hmm. throw it in, like, a Publix bag and then just mail it to me. But this thing is pretty fucking legit, actually, dude. Sounds like, like the t-shirts my first band made. No, dude, yeah, no, I, I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be, like, band merch. Like, 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 I made these in my basement with an iron and an exacto blade. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I was expecting. But, like, dude, no, this thing is killer. I'm super pleased with this thing, and that's why I'm totally cool actually bringing it up finally so if you have any questions let me know what's up um but yeah i just want to make sure i fucking told people we started doing this i think it's funny that the site is like tracking me by the way because so i have i have the page for the mug open and it's like more pics for you or something and there's Mm -hmm. just like a hoodie that says feminist and uh washington washington girl (laughs) what a shirt that says keep film in washington well, don't you do you still have do you still have your band skinny jeans? Just get just get the Washington girl hoodie and just throw the skinny jeans back on, man. I'm gonna get the one that just says feminist. Okay, you can do that too. Yeah. Did they come in? Did they come in dog size? Can you get one for your dog? Probably. That'd be pretty funny, actually. Probably. Yeah. What I'm gonna do also, guys, is um, Teespring gives me a few options, I guess, to what I can put 
like within the whole TBWS like merchandise offering. I'll probably do a poll of what you guys want. It's all over the fucking spectrum. I can do a fucking I can do phone cases. I can do baby onesies. Mm-hmm. A lot of you guys have babies apparently. Um, yeah. Pillows, fucking like blankets, all all kinds of crazy shit, man. It's weird. So I'm 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 the the logical choice was just a coffee mug, <laughs> you know. I think people, it's it's pretty useful, I'd say. <clears throat> Overall, I'm digging it. I'm super happy with this thing. But yeah, here we go. Sorry, distracted, distracted by. I fucking have. It's so. It's still very. It's weird. a. It's a. It's a big announcement. You're not distracted. This is important. It's just still so weird that people keep asking us for merch. It's like, dude, why our show is really not that good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, like, come on, man. Whatever, Next. Dude. Next, we're coming out with a magazine. There's no way. Who the <laughs> fuck would read our magazine? <laughs> Who would read our fucking magazine? What would be in our magazine? I don't know. We could do, um, we could have Seiko Catterday shots in the magazine. What else could we put in there? We could put, um... I still think the calendar <clears throat> is next, Maybe. Oh fuck! I gotta see what I can do about a Seiko Catterday calendar, like just in time for like next year, New Year's. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Or New Year's this year, jumping on to next year, so like a 2020 Seiko Catterday count. That that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. God damn it. Okay, here, getting super distracted, guys. Sorry. <laughs> you have any questions about merch or this fucking mug? Let me know what's up. I'll try to get some photos of it on the feed and on the Facebook group as well. Shout out to the Facebook group. We just broke 2,000 followers in that thing, dude. Oh, yeah? the, the Facebook is growing exponentially faster than the Instagram page ever did. And you and I fucking clawed <laughs> tooth and nail to grow the Instagram feed <clears throat> over 10,000 people. I'm going to leave a comment on the <clears throat> Facebook group now. What are you commenting? I think I'm going to use emojis again. Ask them if the refrigerator is running. Oh, I'm going to... Where is this? Huge. So while Michael's figuring out how the internet works, huge shout out to, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> to Greg, Skip, and Ben, the moderators over at the Facebook group. You guys are holding it down. You guys are the best. I know it's 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 increasing in terms of the amount of responsibilities and things you have to do. Like each new member you know, increases the toll. So I'm trying to figure out what I can do on my end just to make it easier for you guys over there, or at least just to make it um, more manageable. So um, if you're on the Facebook group, Always tell those guys thank you and how awesome they are. Michael, what'd you post? All I did was leave the eggplant emoji. Let's see what people let's see let's see let's see what people say. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm telling you, man. But here, let's God, this has been I think this is the longest we've ever taken to get to a, a wrist check. And I'm really sorry about that, guys. I know I know it's people okay. com- bring on the reviews. I know it's people fine. complain. No, I'm so tired of the reviews. The reviews are perfect. Can't do the reviews because every time I think, oh, actually, no, I, 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 there was someone did leave a nice review. Farlius left a really nice review, um, mm. a few days ago, I think. So that cheered me up. Thanks, man. You're the best. But here, let's, uh, let's jump into the wrist check. Let's do it. What are you, what are you wearing? A quartz CWC Royal Navy diver. Still wearing it, huh? Still wearing it. Wow. Uh, no, I. So I, I <clears throat> wasn't wearing it yesterday though. But you wore it last um, episode, didn't you? I did, yeah. yeah. Yesterday, yesterday though, I was wearing the uh, Notice Contrail, but for the most part, oh, man. 
this is all I've been wearing. Um, Michael, do you hear how beautiful this bug is? Can you hear? Hold on. Can you hear how beautiful this bug is? That sounds, that sounds high quality, man. <laughs> is it dishwasher safe? I think it is actually, yeah. Because ah. the because the logo I mean, is like behind the glaze. It's not like you can't like you can't feel the logo if you rub if you rub the top of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I record my pod, my podcast by my window, so I hope my neighbors can just see me rubbing a mug <laughs> and just speaking into a microphone. Like this is the closest I'll ever get to ASMR. It's just me like rubbing <laughs> things and like whispering, whispering softly, whispering softly. You know what I mean? They must think you have like a YouTube channel with. 4 million subscribers and you just make all your money that way. I grovel for money. I suck quarters out of vending machines. That's how <laughs> I make my fucking touching, living. Touching forks. I don't know. T- touching forks, licking bricks, whatever, dude. Whatever the, fuck, whatever the <laughs> fuck people need to hear to touch themselves and to donate or tip or however YouTube or Chatterbait works, it doesn't matter. I'll fucking do it, man. All right? I have a family to feed, Michael. Okay? <laughs> I got a wife and two cats. <laughs> That counts as a family, goddammit. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it does. But uh, no, it, it's it's not that exciting. It's it's a quartz dive watch. Uh, I think it's fucking badass, dude. Fucking exciting. I, it's cool. And I'm, I'm, I'm still wearing it. So I talked about the, the camping trip I went on last time. You took I, a camping I, with you. Took camping. I came back. I survived. Uh, went kayaking. So did you, the, did uh, you find D.B. Cooper's corpse and or loot? No. Uh, did you even look, bro? You know the 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 spot was more like there were more amenities than I thought there would be. It was more like glamping, uh, not necessarily camping. Okay, I can see. I, I'll I'll glamp. I'll glamp something wicked, but I don't want to do like I don't want to have to like fight bears for a good spot to take a shit. You know I was what a mean? little I was a little disappointed. I wanted something <laughs> like slightly more disconnected, <clears throat> but it was still fun. Um, <clears throat> I think just the kayaking made made up for it and. Uh, the watch got wet, so I guess it technically got its baptism. Did it melt? Um, did it melt? It didn't. It's still working, so there I guess go. it's a it's a solid uh, <laughs> solid sports watch, I suppose. Um, what else? What did you wear it on? Did you still keep? Do you still have it on the NATO? Right now, I have it on a uh, a gray blue shark. That's so. Cool. Um, so before I had it on the Bond. Yeah. And. Uh, a little more um i think appropriate on the on the solid gray i think the uh the bond breaks up the look a little little too much it came on a really cool uh phoenix nato and uh i think phoenix apparently is the brand that actually supplies for the mod That's so, so it's cool. a it's a co-branded um cwc slash phoenix nato strap um it's all right. It's just black. I wish it was a different color, uh, but it's 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 a good quality overall. Yeah. Uh, still amazed by the bezel, by the way. In regards to how it how it wait is that what, is that what it sounds like? Yeah, that's it. It's a clicky bezel. I like that. It's sixty. Oh my god, man! It's fantastic. I still, I still have to get behind the sixty click bezel. I don't own a 60-click bezel watch. I remember a while back we were talking about it. I had just assumed more clicks more clicks were better. Less, which is, which less is, are better. I, I'm on the less... Well, because the thing is, in my, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still in the mindset of more is better, so more blowjobs are better than less blowjobs. Like, that's <laughs> how I saw the, the less versus more click thing, but 
from what from what you explained to me, <laughs> it sounds like the sixty click thing is where it's at, dude. I got I gotta get a sixty click watch. You know? Yeah, dude. How many clicks is this fucking Omega Seamaster that I want? This fucking watch I'm never gonna get. I don't know. I think it's 120 click. You know, I'm trying to find the Pelagos, which is like universally, I think people consider like the best feeling dive bezel. And I kind of I have a feeling that it's a 60. Hmm. Yeah, some people are saying that the Pelagos is a 60 click. So that's okay. probably that's probably what we felt when testing those out. Wow. Uh, I found found a link here. But the watch has been through many changes, so. Yeah, 120 clicks on this uh, Seamaster. That's fine. Mm. Still fucking want this watch. I think it's the way to go, man. And also, on this one, um, probably one of the biggest difference, differences when you compare to my last uh, CWC. Mm -hmm. the um, So you have the fully graduated bezel. Mm-hmm with uh the 1980s font on the numerals but <laughs> cool. over over that you have like a layer of uh of acrylic that's right almost makes it look like bakelite the uh like the earlier plasticky i've seen uh, a few GMT old bezels i've seen a few old um zodiac sea wolves with that yeah. sort of like bake like and it looks so fucking cool yeah same same kind of deal and i'm i'm really impressed with how they how they pulled this off um yeah i dig it that's so cool. it's it's still still on the wrist <laughs> yeah i'm excited to see I'll, i want to see how long it stays in the collection this is kind of feeling like the doxa okay that's good yeah that's it's good. it's good it's good so because you've also, um, I think since the last time we talked about selling watches, you have sold a fuck ton of watches. I've sold watches, and I, I kind of, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like this bad. is the time. I feel bad all the time. But, but <laughs> sorry, go on. I feel like this is the time where if I sell something, it'll probably stick. Stick? What do you mean? What is that? What is that? What does that mean? Like stick? it'll be, it'll get sold and not come back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think. Okay. So both of our perspectives are changing pretty dramatically you know, in the course of a few months, and I, 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 I do agree. You know, um, stuff. The stuff that you're selling, I don't see it coming back in the collection. You know. Yeah. Um. Same with me. The only. I don't know. I'm still scarred by the ordeal i went through with the omega c um uh, the, the omega the uh orient orient star gmt oh yeah i know what you mean sold it immediately regretted it and then i went through like a fucking hellacious ordeal and then eventually was able to get it back but well either way super happy you're digging that cwc still man yeah how about you what do you have taking it back man taking it back to basics dude I'm wearing I'm wearing a Seiko five on a black NATO. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wear that one. <laughs> I'm wearing the I'm wearing my old Seiko five SNK fucking I always forget the numbers. Eight seven three eight fucking Google it. I think it's the eight oh eight oh seven. Might be the eight oh seven or the no, eight oh eight oh seven is blue. Eight oh five. The Seiko SNK uh, eight zero five. And I'm wearing it on this 18 millimeter black NATO. This is the first 
automatic watch I'd ever gotten on the first NATO I'd ever gotten, the watch you recommended to me, and the NATO you had given to me. So, this is the Michael the Michael special. But yeah, and I've been wearing this for a few days. And it's helping. It's helping me. Uh, I had the. I, I. I. You know, it's really funny about when I think about things and when I make decisions. I don't make appropriate decisions. I make off the deep end decisions, like pretty okay. dramatically. So, I put this watch on. I'm like, yeah, man. You know what? Fuck it. All it is this watch. Everything else is getting sold. And I'm like, <laughs> mm, let's think. <laughs> let's take it back. Take it back a couple steps. And I'm like, I'm like, oh no, I'll think about, I'll think about, think about it. So like, I, I've been wearing this for a few days. I'm like, okay. That might have been a bit dramatic, but this is still a really cool setup. And like, um, dude, <laughs> what? Don't don't listen to the Dave Ramsey show. You're gonna you're gonna want to sell all I'll of sell, your watches. I'll sell them all. I'll do. I'll sell them all. <laughs> so yeah, I've worn this for a few days. Um, I mean, I was just joking about that, but it actually has kind of like given me perspective. Like, I could see this just being someone's someone's one watch. Could be mm-hmm. my one watch. I don't know if I want to make that choice, but. It's just such a there's something so like wholesome about this setup, and I also feel like the Seiko Five. Like, there's a, I would love to do an episode on this, like, um, like watches that watch knobs come full circle on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. Right at the gate, some people might like hate Timex, or they might fucking hate Seiko Five. But as they, as they mature and as they grow and as they learn, like. They be, they learn to kind of venerate these watches. They come full circle on stuff they hated initially. You know what I mean? And those, I feel like those hmm? little watches are also great for for giving away. You know, just like to someone oh, that yeah. you you kind of if someone you feel is sort of getting curious about watches that that's a great watch to to give them. You know, a gift. Yeah, and you can get them on Amazon for great great fucking prices, dude. Like anywhere yeah. anywhere between like sixty and eighty bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. 80 on the fucking high end obviously yeah yeah so, I, ju- I just i gave mm-hmm. away my uh my black one to a uh, a co-worker recently so i don't have any more uh seiko 5 snks <laughs> are you like this are you like orological santa claus do you just carry a stack of watches with you and like you just give watches <laughs> like oh to i people? just got it in my pocket here you go <laughs> that's so funny dude no no so this was the so this was Hold on. The fuck was that? Kitty? I'm alone in the house except with the cats and I heard a bad noise. <laughs> Michael, if a monster kills me, you have to tell everyone my story. I'll, I'll, I'll let them know. Well, it's fucking annoying because I'm recording with my back to the door. <laughs> so, hold on. Let me try and... I'm not being exposed here. <clears throat> trying to move my mic. Okay. I can see the door of my peripheral visions, but now my back is to the window. So, if a sniper wanted to take me out, this mm. is the fucking time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> The return of Barabbas. Barabbas, dude. He thought he he I he let me think that I had the upper hand in finally getting my Slava medical. Fucking jokes <laughs> on me, dude. You know. He joined the French Foreign Legionnaires. He burned his passport. He got the training just to find me and put a bullet just the the bottom of the base of my skull for no the reason. Best, the best episode about nothing. The best episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. But yeah, no. We're in the Seiko SNK. Um, I think it's hysterical. So you gave this watch away. Was this that person's first watch? Yeah. Yeah, so this is this is kind of like... Um, 
I think I came into work. I, I think a lot of people experience this. So you might come into work at a new job, and then I think someone may notice that you wear several watches, and then they'll kind of ask, like, hey, you know, like, what's what's up with this thing that you're doing with your watches? Like, why are yeah. Like, why are you wearing so many different watches? And I'm, then you kind of have to explain, like, well, you know, I, I, it's kind of a hobby. I, I do this and that with watches. And um, I, I think some people are, are drawn to it, you know? Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, this this was just somebody that, that noticed. And uh, I, I, I gave it to him. And he's <laughs> he's been wearing it ever since, I think. Every time I see him, he has it on. That's so cool. Yeah. God damn it. All right, let me see here. Did the intro, talked about the mug. We just done our, our wrist check. Um, I love this little Seiko. This watch I can never get rid of. This is like, yeah, no, I can never get rid of it. I couldn't, I, I couldn't even contemplate getting rid of this watch. I mean, why would you? But the, the only the only thing that people say about these and any like 7S26 like cheap Seiko, mm -hmm. what are you going to do when it's time to service the movement? I don't think I'm ever. Why would I ever have to service the movement? I mean, I I think you know, realistically, I think you can get 15 years out of that thing. You're not you're not even going to notice any decrease in performance. Yeah, dude. Um, but eventually, you might you might see like a sharp decrease in in timekeeping. Then I'll fucking you know? I'll, I'll I'll pay to have someone fix it because then because then because the thing is then you get into the really weird pitfall of. I don't want to spend more servicing the watch than I paid for the watch, but that's this is we're no longer talking about a watch. We are not talking about a sentimental item. Yeah. You know what I've you been know? thinking? I've mm. been thinking that it's like So a lot of people ask this question about Seiko's, especially 7S26 equipped Seiko's, and this can help us transition to the next topic, but um I think it's time to maybe because you and I love these watches and we we always have Seiko fives and SKXs coming mm -hmm. in and out of the collection. Mm. We should just stockpile NH three fives, like just buy them in bulk. <laughs> and like when the time comes to service your SKX 007, just stick an NH three five in there. Whatever, it's got a new movement, and you'll be fine for twenty years again. So should we just stockpile Invictas? Because I think I think I think yeah. we, I think it's cheaper to just buy an Invicta with an NH thirty five than just to buy a full NH thirty five. Like like, like legitimately. That's uh, true. Especially, I, you, let's do this. During Amazon Prime Day, when all those automatic Invictus drop below 50 oh, bucks. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? Can we use our affiliate link? <laughs> our own affiliate link? Can we cannibalize it? I'm pretty sure they'll close down. That's against like the terms of service for Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> what if I buy from a phone booth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna, on fucking, myself, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fly to a different country on a different fucking IP, and I'm gonna use my phone and I'm gonna <laughs> rake it. In. I'm gonna buy 400 Invictus and get affiliate link, you know, uh, fees of thirteen dollars. <laughs> that's probably what it fucking is. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that's that's what I think. I, I kind of think that's the best course of action. A, a lot of people bring up that question and they're like, "What am I gonna do when my SKX needs servicing?" Just stick an NH35 in there. I think it'd be kind of cool. It'll hack, you know? Whatever. Oh, that's funny. The NH35s hack. Yes. But the 7S26s yeah. don't. That's funny. It's kind of it's kind of the reason I always keep a couple of SKXs around. 
I still have the orange one and the uh, the black one and mm. the Pepsi one. So maybe one of those should get the NH35. Maybe the Pepsi because I did the uh, the watch fast with it. Maybe honor it, honor it with a with a new movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe during Prime Day, I'll just buy a fuck ton of automatic Invictus, <laughs> and I'll get a fucking Invicta tattoo on my throat. Right? <laughs> you gotta let them know, dude. A true fan, Michael. Like I said, off the deep end. Every thought I have just goes like to the most ridiculous extreme possible. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna name my first child Invicta. Man, man or woman, or boy or girl, it's gonna be Invicta. Little, it's a pretty little, cool name. Little Invicta Bojmir Mirza. Did I ever talk about Bojmir? Yes. <laughs> I, shouldn't, I, sh- I shouldn't have told my wife about that because I probably could have gotten away with it too. You could have. You actually could have. You know, um, if you're new to the show, because I think I have brought this up on air before. So for the longest time, I told people I was going to name my first child Bojmir. Um, I would I would tell them it was a family name. My grandfather was named Bojmir. It's uh, B-O-J-M-I-R. So Bojmir Mirza. My last name would be Boj, Bojmir Mirza. And that sounds fucking, that sounds really cool. That sounds like, like oh, yeah, it's a family name, blah, blah, blah. And I told told my wife that. And she's like, she's like oh, that's interesting. I told my wife that like very early on when we started like going out. Um, and then I told her the truth. The truth behind Bojmir. Uh, Bojmir is just the word rim job backwards. <laughs> so we take the word. It's a, it sounds very regal, I must say. It sounds like a big, big name. Well, it just, if you don't tell anyone, <laughs> if you don't tell anyone, Bojmir is the word rim job backwards, it'll work. You mm-hmm. can get it on, on, on a birth certificate, on your driver's license. Yeah. Uh, but then I, like an 80 dad told her what the fucking man, and she says, we are never naming any of our children Bojmir. I'm like no maybe maybe your your first dog <laughs> see that just feels wrong though naming my dog Bojmir. <laughs> little, little corgi little corgi little corgi, corgi Bojmir. you know what i mean isn't that like 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 a, like a, a little bit too into like i don't know it's sexualizing the dog a, what a dogs little, do yeah i guess yeah i guess i mean i guess it would be appropriate to name the dog Bojmir cuz the dog licked its own asshole anyway yeah right I think it's your it's your next uh, chance to to get that out there. Speaking of dogs, I had to walk by the sidewalk where that dog attacked me a few weeks ago. All my blood is still on the sidewalk. <laughs> really? It's, it's just turned dark brown. There's just these dark brown like sun baked splotches everywhere. It's so metal. It's pretty fucking cool. I was gonna take a picture and send it to my wife, and I realized she wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah, that's kind of crazy how that happens. This I I think somebody like puked right outside my apartment building, uh, like a year and a half ago, and nobody did anything about it. And I thought it would be cleaned up eventually, but I think the stomach acid just like seeped into the ground, <laughs> and it's just like this still this brown spot well the problem is we've been having like a lot of dry spells here, like that we just haven't been getting rain. We've just been getting sun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if that shit gets the chance to... Be- Wait, oh, hold on. I just need to reintroduce the show. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome to Two bo- uh, Body <laughs> Fluid Snobs. Uh, a show where we talk... And you should in- take a wrist... You should take a wrist shot by your blood pool. By my... By my, my splotchy... My... my the, the sight of my attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a horrible day that was. Yeah. Man. What were we talking about? 
watches we we can go on to the next topic i just have a a, a quick piece of content i wanted to point out yes let's do this cool. let's um the the, uh, the 007 thing <clears throat> yeah so um i kind of feel like it was a while ago we did uh we toyed around with a couple almost like a new series of tbws uh content where we pick a single watch yeah and that's what the entire episode is about and to my knowledge i think we've done it with the Vostok Amphibia and the SKX 007 and yeah. never again, correct? Those are the only two. We should definitely pick that up again someday. Yeah, it, the, the thing is, I, I don't know how you feel, but that's that's sort of a very high impact piece of content to prepare for. Like you really have to you have to bring some research to the, to the table. This can't be like episode 132. I think it was <laughs> <laughs> this like you got to there's there's some work that you got to do. <laughs> I think the I think the um the amphibia episode is probably the most prepared I ever was. Yeah, yeah, same same for the SKX. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what? What? So I mean, you know, let's let's talk about the 007 thing, but then um also let's figure out what we could do the next episode on about that. But here, um, what did you see online? Yeah, so I I the the last time we did it was with the Seiko SKX 007. Yep, which is a watch that we all pretty much love it's um i've never heard of it is it new? if you're if you're just getting into into watches right now and you're hopping on it's a it's a great sort of um all around perfect uh sports watch option that you can shoot for that is uh well under 200 bucks and i think it's it yeah. kind of transcends a lot of different collectors circles and economic classes um and i thought i did a good job with the episode but then i think somebody, did a great job <laughs> Somebody did far much better, and uh, rightfully so. Um, so Spencer Klein, also known in the community as a Seikoholic, is a, is a very well-established expert, um, you know, historian and restorer of uh, Seiko Seiko watches. He uh, he has a a waiting list stretching well into I'm sure a couple of years uh, for. For folks that are looking to restore their vintage uh, Seiko timepieces, and he's kind of, he really is like a world class scholar when it comes to, to Seiko. And he recently, uh, he has his own little series on YouTube where he calls, um, he calls these yesterday's watch review today. Uh, the mouthful. And he, yeah, he's done it with the Pogue. He's done it with the, um, you know, the turtles and things like that. <clears throat> but um, let's see. Uh, on June sixth, he published one for the Seiko SKX 007. Wow! And it's it's about twenty minutes long, and he he goes through all of the ins and outs and all of the little design quirks, and um, you know, really points out why this is still a, a very important watch in in the history of Seiko uh, dive watches. So, um, I uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, especially after trying to do something similar on my end, um, well, he, he, I highly highly recommend it. I think I think you did an incredible job, and I haven't seen his video, and I'm sure his is incredible also. But I, the thing is, these are also different like formats. You had to do what you mm-hmm. had to do with just audio, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that tough. is true. That he's is got, true. He's got video, man. You know what I mean. So I think you should give you should give yourself more credit. That episode was really really cool. It's kind of funny. I I really like his channel. Um, he seems like a straight up guy that, that really, um, he's really into restoring these and he really does love Seiko, but I kind of like these parts where he's like, Oh, I gotta check. I gotta check my parts drawer for this, or I, I gotta check my parts drawer for X or Y. And he, he'll pull out like 
an NOS example of a Type A series SKX 007, <laughs> like untouched, you know, with a blue sticker on it or something. Jesus. I don't, I don't know if he's ever done that, but he's he's pulled out some pretty crazy stuff. Um, you know, you'll you'll see him pull out like, oh, this is this is a true Pogue that uh, has only had one owner and I've never touched it and it's just here, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's kind of cool if you haven't checked out his channel. I, I would say it's by far one of the best for, um, you know, brushing up on Seiko history and uh, really getting into it from a, a very non-snobby uh, side of the hobby. Yeah. So that's kind of like the only bit of um, watch content that I've seen pop up recently that I really wanted to highlight. Can, can you hear me pouring water? Yeah. Can you hear okay. me? Sorry, I didn't realize you could hear me pouring water. That's okay. Can you, can you hear me pouring pouring wine? I can. What kind of wine are you drinking? Is it wet? It's wet. It's uh <laughs> I don't I don't know anything about wine. It's Chata Saint Michel. Chate Saint Michel Merlot, Columbia Valley, twenty sixteen. Uh. That's so good. The only wine I know anything about is Riojas because I spent like nine days in Spain and we spent all of our money in the first three days. So all we could afford after that was like corner store bread and like really cheap, really cheap Rioja. So I got like, I gave myself, I was basically homeless. I was basically homeless for seven days <laughs> when we were in Spain. Because uh, yeah, that's, that's the best way to travel. I went I'm with homeless. my buddy. I went with my buddy and this motherfucker is like, oh, dude, I got us. Don't worry. I know Spanish. Like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, dude, I got us. We're totally cool. It's me, two other uh, two other people, and the and and one of the two was the guy that said he knows Spanish. We get there, he doesn't fucking know Spanish. Okay, he knows kitchen Spanish because he worked at <laughs> <a> taco place. <laughs> so lo and behold, <laughs> he was con, con frijoles. <laughs> Listen, guys, if you want to order refried beans, I'm your man. If you want to find the subway, <laughs> I don't know where the fuck to start. <laughs> But like he thought, he thought with his with his limited knowledge of kitchen Spanish, he could be dropped into a functioning civilization mm. society of native like everyday speakers and be fine. But like that shit, it, it hit him in the airport when we got off the plane, and all the signs are in Spanish, everyone's speaking Spanish, and he just and then he goes to me, he goes to me like, like okay guys, I have no idea people are saying that. <laughs> it's like dude, fuck man, that's kind of. You that's know? how cocky that's how cocky I'm feeling right now except I know Spanish it was my first language mm-hmm. but I'm but I, <laughs> this is super ignorant I'm sorry but I'm going to Italy and I'm like yeah it's like basically the same thing <laughs> it really it really is I don't think it is you might be able to get by like recognizing some random <laughs> words like vocabulary wise but I think all the conjugations and the syntax is oh, yeah. different Dude, my wife, she's so prepared. She's on like Duolingo. She's doing these exercises nice. on her on her phone app and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> we lucked out in Hong Kong because English is pretty pretty popular. Oh the yeah, place there. yeah, fantastic. But you didn't stop. You didn't stop at the Seoul uh, airport, dude. They don't give a shit. <laughs> dude, they. I was. I and I thought. I thought I would feel safer at that, at, oh, at like an, an airport, like a big, one of the largest sure. airports in the world. Yeah. I was like, okay, some, it'll be difficult, but some people will help me out with English. 
dude, no. Like, Can I give a fuck? You want that donut? Fuck you. Fuck like, you so tell me what it's called. Um, <laughs> so they expect you to. They expect you to. to so this was at, at the Seoul airport. They expect yeah. you to know Korean. Yeah, now I'm scared to go out. <laughs> like, uh, but anyway, wow. it's a it's a good transition to traveling with with watches again. Uh, a topic that yeah, I think man. we've we touched upon, but maybe from the strictly from the storage aspect. I know we talked about rolls and cases and pelican boxes and all that shit. Oh, yeah. um, you know, and we've we've done some traveling um, recently, and I, and I and I'm by the time people are hearing this, I'll I'll be out of the country so i'm just wondering what on the run michael you'll be on the run yeah on the run (laughs) (laughs) bite squad is after me Um, (laughs) it's a whole different story man where's my inhaler fuck i'm dying (laughs) so i i mean i feel like the last time we talked about this i had an idea about travel watches Mm -hmm. that might that might have changed mostly because i have already traveled a bit um, right since then so the way i thought we could position this was um maybe our favorite watches of our favorite travel ready watches of 2019 um okay. i have two i have two on my mind right now um maybe three but what do you has your idea of this changed at all um especially with like the whole pepsi yeah. craze the 12 hour bezel craze Yeah, traveling most recently. What does it even mean, right now? I I think honestly, I okay. So uh, um um, my opinion of it is, and this has changed very recently, just in regards to us traveling to San Francisco. Fuck, I can't breathe at all. Where the where the fuck's my? Is there like, if I hit myself in the balls, will that like clear? Like, is that act like an inhaler? How does it work? It could. (laughs) You just want me to hit myself in balls on air. (laughs) The balls are connected to the lungs. Yeah, dude. That's just I'm basic do- fucking I'm a doctor. <laughs> right? Everybody out of the way. You know what I understand? When people are just like, oh, I know about XYZ because my dad was an XYZ. It's like, oh, yeah, I know about art because my dad was a was a painter. Oh, no, I know about gardening because my my, my, <laughs> one, my mom, my dad garden. That doesn't work. You know what I mean? My dad was a doctor. I'm not about to give fucking medical advice because my dad was a doctor. You know, you know what I mean? And what is? He's, he's still alive. But that you know you know what I mean like so you saying a doctor just reminded me of that sorry, I I lived on a farm <laughs> I lived on a farm when I was growing up and I you know I am a hundred percent sure that cows love being slaughtered uh, you know <laughs> scientifically proven those motherfuckers <laughs> love that shit dude <laughs> they line up for it literally all right oh, that's oh sorry I'll leave I'll leave it at that <sighs> let me see what was I going what was I talking about oh so um. My whole thing with the travel watch was I think it's one of those opportunities that watch people love to fantasize about because it's potentially a chance for you to use a watch for a function-based purpose. Oh, I need to make sure I have a GMT. I need to make sure I have like two dual time zone. You know what I mean? Like I need to make sure I have this to, to, to facilitate the traveling in some sort of way. I have done that probably the past two or three times I've traveled. Yeah. And it's just never, I've just never actually like followed through, you know? So the example is wind up at wind up. I, I brought a bunch of stuff that I thought was going to be cool for traveling. Like I brought, I brought my GMT. I brought my, I brought my Seiko diver in case, you know, I had to travel rough. What the fuck that means. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Betul. In case we jumped into the water in Hong Kong. <laughs> Never returned. Was there a pool at our hotel? I think was there, there was. There? Like on the roof or something. There must have been a pool on the roof, yeah. I didn't fucking go. Oh, we should have used it, man. I guess. That sounds fun. Yeah, pool does sound. You should just we should you should just move here so we can live next to each other. <laughs> then we can go to the pool all the time, dude. It might be in the cards, man. We'll see. Telling you, just hang out at Disney. <laughs> That's the jam, dude. But um, but the whole time in San Francisco, I just wore the Slava medical. Yeah, you know, I just wore that the whole time. At Hong Kong, <clears throat> I don't. What did I wear the most in Hong Kong? I think I brought the Orange Star GMT. I brought the Gavox Rhodes. I wore them a little bit, but what I wore most of the time was just the sumo. Yeah, I think you wore the sumo most and and the Gavox Rhodes next. Yeah, dude. You know, I don't. I don't even think you wore the GMT. I don't think I did. And then me, I brought <clears throat> I brought the Trekker. I brought the Doxa. Um, what else? I brought a GMT watch, um, but I feel like I wore that once. Yeah, I don't think you wore that. I don't. I, like, but like that's my that's my point. So I think, I think I just need to understand my own thought patterns and say, listen, just because you're traveling doesn't mean anything, unless you need a watch. Unless you're traveling to like swim or to like fight people, then yeah, wear like a proper watch that can handle that. But I think I'm leaning more towards traveling with the watch. I think we'll just look cool. Like this whole idea of it trying to be functional and dual time zones, it's a, it's just bullshit. I don't I don't actually need that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so let's let's talk about the dual time zones for a bit because I, I think this is something that people struggle with a lot. I think there's an allure behind traveling with a watch that can handle two or three time zones because if you're somewhere else, you can track the time back at home and feel uh, this sort of poetic connection with your loved ones, uh, because you can see that you can see their time right on your wrist, and that sounds awesome. Like I totally get it. I understand. Um, you traveled with your wife uh -huh. in, in in Hong Kong. Uh, I'm going to be traveling with my wife in Italy. Did you at any time feel that you needed to have a, a timely connection with your cats back at home? Because no, it's just because they're, they're fucking fine. They're cats, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I kind of feel <clears throat> I kind of feel like I need to connect with my dog. So that's the only reason I'm thinking about taking an extra watch. Just get one of those. Uh, just get one of those like Wi-Fi nanny cams and you can just like spy on your dog from your phone. Oh, man. That's right? a good idea. Fuck time. Well, the thing is, we should we should say that with the caveat of. Some people actually do need dual times, like if they're pilots or if they work in um, some sort of business function or operations Look, function where they have I'm to. Gonna, like, I'm going to stop you right there. Pilots, pilots no longer need multiple time zones on their watches. So they do you, it as a novelty. You file the flight plan. You have your you have your like time. You have all of the times set up on your flight plan. You have the FMS, the flight management system. Like you have all of these tools right now that will tell you this information, <laughs> like so especially, who, especially if you're traveling like between countries right now, like right. That, that's not a thing anymore. It's it's a. I, I mean, I'm not a commercial pilot. I'm not a cargo pilot, but I think 
I think a lot of them will tell you like, right, this is really not something that I totally need, but I like it, <laughs> you know? And I, I understand that too. But so I, who I, needs a dual time watch then? Who needs to travel with a dual time watch? Does anyone need actually like need that? Like need? You know, I, you know, I, I'd argue that from maybe if you are like some sort of titan of industry and you want to know like right on your wrist several time zones get a world timer like something with uh like one of those crazy bezels that will tell you i don't know how many freaking oh, time yeah, zones those are cool once, you know yeah um <laughs> i'd love to see this sort of mbnf alien looking thing where you have i don't know six different dials on your wrist <laughs> that'd be kind of cool like an old newsroom um but you know what i, I think in, in the transportation sector not really yeah i'd argue more maybe like like on the business side of things um when when i was working in aviation sales and i needed to keep in touch with offices in the uk offices in uh like holland um Singapore mm-hmm. it was it was kind of annoying to be like oh like what kind of math am I doing right now or like I'll look this up or have different tabs open for different times yeah. on my browser so I think it's more useful in that context than a pilot necessarily with with the technology that pilots have today mm. so I mean um, well so I mean that just that reinforces the kind of the realization I had after traveling to Hong Kong with like this stuff and then San Francisco for me I think a watch that I can travel with is a watch that I can throw on and not worry about because if I'm traveling yeah. the last fucking thing I need to give a shit about is my fucking watch like I'm yeah. either there for work or I'm there with friends and loved ones like, I don't want to wake up and be like, oh, I got to match my tie and I got no, I just, have to, just want to throw the fucking watch on and then leave, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm actually going to name a specific watch that I would love to travel with. And I'm going to apologize now, guys. You're probably so fucking tired of hearing me talk about this watch, but I'm really sorry. I think that I think the Omega, Omega Seamaster 2541 would be a really fun travel watch. I really, I really, I really think that. It would be, man. It's it, it, especially if you get the quartz. All you have to do. Oh, absolutely! I want the quartz one. Just put a new battery in there, and you can. <clears throat> dude, the battery change would be so cheap. You yeah. could just get it pressure tested for nothing, and it could literally do anything that it did. The yeah. second it came out of the factory. And that that watch is also a strap monster. I could have it on the yeah. bracelet if I wanted to. I could throw it on a NATO if I wanted to. If I was fucking feeling weird, I could throw it on a leather strap mm-hmm. on it. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But that, for me, is a great travel watch because you're not focusing on the watch. You're focusing... You're, you're still wearing something, but you don't get caught up in what you're wearing. So, like, that's... That might not necessarily be on prompt, but for me, that's, like... A, a watch that I would love to travel with. It's funny. If you talk to me, maybe like in 2016, when we were just starting this, I would, mm-hmm. I would like completely disagree with myself, but, um, we've come full circle, Michael. For me, it would be the Doxa, the Doxa sub 300. Yeah. And this is, this is only because of <laughs> may have been like a 20, 30 minute experience in Colombia, when I was wearing this watch, actually traveling, um, my wife and I, we were, <laughs> I'm trying to remember, it's kind of hazy. 
I think we I think we started drinking at our hotel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I think we went to a wedding. And then I think we went out to dinner. And by that time... Just to clarify, we, this, this, this was a stranger's wedding. You drank, you got very drunk, and you went to a stranger's <laughs> wedding. In, in Colombia. In Colombia. So this was like... By this time, we were we were both kind of gone, you know, yeah. and we were trying to find like we're in Cartagena, Colombia, which is still a tourist spot, but it's not necessarily like it's not, not Disney to- World. It's not Disney World. It's not totally accessible. If you kind of step onto the wrong place, <laughs> you might be in trouble. Sure. You know, your phone's not going to work. Your Google Maps is not going to work. Wow. So we and we're two vegans by the way, trying to find like the one Indian <laughs> restaurant in town that might have chickpeas, you know? So like it was kind of, it, it was a fun adventure. Like the sun was going, going down and, and we were just kind of dodging taxis on, on these dusty roads. And yeah, I just remember trying like feeling super hot and lost and, <laughs> you know, looking down at my wrist and being like, okay, the docks is here. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, and for me, that feels that feels like a travel watch right now because I, um, you know, I didn't climb Everest. I didn't, you know, fight ninjas. I don't know what people do in the like explorers club or whatever. But like, it was it was an experience, and and I feel like I feel like I can take that anywhere now, and not necessarily feel like I need a watch that does X, Y, or Z. Yeah, uh, that is a chronograph while also being a GMT. That is a split second while also being a moon phase. You know, uh, I mean, so just um, like you like you said, a rugged watch that you can wear with anything and not maybe have to worry the about best. It. Maybe the best travel watch is what makes you stay centered in what you're doing there. You know what I mean? Yeah, not necessarily worrying about it. And then if you do happen to look down on your wrist, you're just like, huh, that's fun. Yeah, that's perfect. That's for me. That's that would be a great experience. Like, but do you I'm, feel? Do you feel like your opinion has changed? Because I know mine certainly has. Oh my god, one hundred percent. Two years dude. ago, I was like, "It's got to be a GMT. I need yeah. to know the time back at home." I'm I'm so certain on one of these past fucking episodes of this fucking horrible show that we do, I said some <laughs> some dumb shit like, "Oh yeah, if you're traveling, you need a GMT so you can track the two you know what I mean? Like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. We should do a we should do a YouTube like segment where we just listen to ourselves and just videotape our reactions. I li- I don't know about you. I listen to myself sometimes. Like wait, I'll I'll be working and I'll I'll throw our podcast on, and mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because we're both like, I'll be honest, man. I I edit the podcast sometimes, but I don't really listen to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why Why are you whispering? You're whispering on your own podcast. We all hear you. Confession. <laughs> but like i'll listen back and i'll be like hey you're kind of you're kind of a douche nozzle um <laughs> so yeah that would be fun uh, that's funny that would be fun man oh man what else would kind of fit so well there's there's another there's another side of the travel watch which i think is definitely worth bringing up there are people who will travel and maybe they're traveling for work maybe they need a nice watch is there like a nice mm. dress watch version of sort of this travel watch criteria that we're talking about but that's not a diver or something you can kind of dodge taxis and 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 and, and, and cartagena with you know what i mean 
You know, I think, um, I don't know who the CEO was, but he was like one of, oh, I shared the video with you a long time ago. <clears throat> and I don't know if he was in Japan or Hong Kong, but he was like one of, he was like one of the richest businessmen in Asia, just overall. I remember this. I'm, I'm, and I remember what he was wearing. And then he got interviewed by somebody. It might have been like GQ Middle East or some shit like that. <laughs> and the interviewer, the lady, was wearing an AP. And she was interviewing this like billionaire. And she asked him about the watch. And he's like, oh, you know, it's, I think it was a Citizen EcoDrive or something like that. It was. And he's like, you know, it's like, it's powered by the sun. And I can take it swimming in the pool. And I always set it five minutes ahead. So I'm never late to a meeting. Um, <laughs> I love that video because the guy went full dad mode on the watch. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a cut. The sun, the power is by the sun. I don't have to say. And you just, yeah. And you just put it on. I'm like, this is how my dad would explain something to, to me. So <laughs> I would argue something from the Astron, so the Seiko Astron series, which okay. recently which recently got like downsized to 42 millimeters. They came out with nice. a, dual t- a dual time version, by the way, if, <clears throat> if this is still important to you. Um, I would recommend something like those new 42 millimeter Astrons that are still kind of coming down in price. I know they were debuted at like over two and a half thousand, but I'm sure you can get them for less. These are pretty cool, and it's still it's still dressy, but still a little the busyness makes it feel not too dressy. You know what I mean? I think if you got to crush some kind of like multinational business meeting, you mm. know, and you're and you're ro- rocking a suit. Nobody's going to be like, hey, does that guy have a Nautilus? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck him. (laughs) Fuck him. This is a good one. I I like this one a lot. I think this is actually a pretty pretty smart choice. Yeah. How about you? Do you have any any ideas? For the dress watch? Let me think. So within this scenario, this is someone who's traveling for, like, work. So, okay, you have to crush your business meeting you traveled for. Is this the scenario? Mm Mm-hmm would be a good watch to do that with I'm to while, think while the rest of your co-workers are taking advantage of the no prostitution laws wherever you're at <laughs> you're the one that's focused <laughs> we're here to work god damn it all right <laughs> oh man that's so good i don't know why i feel like something you tell me this is stupid, okay? If you're in a room and everyone's wearing fucking like APs or whatever the fuck, and you need to kind of wear something that can still, I guess, weirdly work with a suit, but that will also stand out in a cool way, I don't know why. Michael, I need you to tell me this is stupid because I can't get it out of my head. I feel like someone could crush a business meeting and to be totally confident. Rocking one of those square Bell and Ross pieces. You know what I mean? I think so. I see what you mean. Like, I don't know. I can't get that out of my head for some reason. You know what I would do? So they came out with, um, they came out with a couple of versions that are in this sort of, uh, sand colored ceramic. The military beige ones? The military beige. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. We saw those. I think we saw one of them at the Shrevenco place when we were there. And the fuck was that? Goddamn monster noise behind me again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When we were in San Francisco, um, I think we saw, I think one of the older models there. Yeah. 
if I was a badass like business dude, like actually flying to, to one of these spots for like these kinds of meetings, I'd put on a suit and wear a, a desert camo Bell and fu- Ross. It's fucking badass. <laughs> this could totally That's work. Cool. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this um, as we were as we were kind of like like quickly prepping. So you know, there's the there's the sporty travel scenario. There's the work travel scenario. There's a travel scenario that I've found myself in um, several times, and I'm usually alone because my wife will be asleep or, or you know, she'll be like doing like spa stuff or whatever because she's super into that. Um, I have a very strict policy of not subjecting anyone else to touch my disgusting body except mm-hmm. myself and my wife who's contractually yeah. obligated apparently to be attracted to me. And I don't want to put my body through anyone else's bullshit. You know what I mean? It's a contract, yeah. <laughs> um, so she'll do the, like the spa stuff or whatever and I've been in a lot of really fun like hotel-ish bars what's a good hotel bar watch you know what I mean like you're kind of just completely not just in transit physically but mentally as well mm-hmm. and you're just spending time at the bar I love you're... I love hotel bars I know uh, when when we kind of meet up I, I kind of feel like that's something that we find common ground on we're just yes. like we're kind of, like you'd you'd get there first and I might be on my way and I kind of want to ask you flat out like hey man how's the lobby bar <laughs> <laughs> the one in Hong Kong was fantastic by the way it was interesting because it didn't feel very polished but I felt very comfortable there because we know? were the only we were the only two people there we the at a time <laughs> we went like three times <laughs> there was one lady that might have come out every uh, once in a while but it was, so it, was it was only us <laughs> It really was. Yeah, that's what I was. Oh, I like I like hotel bars because it's a great place to be somewhere, but still be in transit. Because mm-hmm. the problem is when I'm at home, I remember my fucking like my bills and work and all this bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when I'm traveling and when I'm in my hotel, like that's my home base. That's you know where yeah. my stuff is. That's where I, I I sleep and all this shit. But when you're in the hotel bar, you're someplace. But you're still not really any place, and it's a great place to just just exist, be very mindful. So I've yeah. I've always had a fascination with them as well, and um, uh, we did that a little bit in Hong Kong. We did that in San Francisco. I'm gonna be doing a version of it on the Disney cruise that I'm going on in October because the ship is full of bars, you know. And I think I think my wife's doing her spa thing um, again. I have to see, but um, but what do you think is a cool because I immediately have one in mind, and it might be a cop out. You tell me, but what do you think is a cool hotel bar watch? So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'll, I'll share an experience. This wasn't okay. a hotel bar, but I would argue that it it would encompass the same um, sort of poetic setting. Okay. And this this was uh, at the what was I flying? The Alaska Lounge um, that I stayed in the last time we were traveling. The, okay. the sort of premium day pass lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so y- you can just pay for these places, like get a day pass, and it's unlimited booze, food. There was a guacamole bar, so I was stoked. You had a guacamole <laughs> bar in yours? Yeah, man. Dude, I had lukewarm <laughs> clam chowder in my fucking one, dude. You should have come over. Oh, we were completely separate sides of the... Dude, that us, was lame. They had right? us in different terminals. I was pretty upset about that as well. I, I, if you had lame. guacamole, I would have fucking, like, jumped ship, man. 
but anyways, I, I, I walked up to the bar and I asked for, <laughs> I was just like, red wine. I don't care what it is. <laughs> I wanted her to pull out the bottle and for it to say red wine on it. <laughs> white wine. Fantastic. I've never seen a wine called white wine. <laughs> exactly. Oh, great show. Um, uh. <laughs> but yeah, there was this, there was this dude who was totally... He was sitting at the bar, mm-hmm. and he was, you can tell he's been there for hours. And wow. he was just kind of kind of just sitting there and watching reruns of a soccer game. <laughs> and he totally did not look like a soccer guy, so he was 100% somewhere but nowhere. Yeah, um, totally. And he had a <laughs> – so this lady, I guess, misunderstood me, and she passed, she passed me uh, two glasses. Oh, and I was like, I was like, I didn't ask for two glasses. And then he kind of looks over. He looks over at me. And he's like, eh, "Well, maybe you'll meet someone <laughs> <laughs> with his with his big bang on." So uh, what? He was rocking. He was rocking a big bang. That's okay. Was, that's pretty cool. So maybe maybe that's maybe that's my favorite. I can uh, see that hotel bar slash uh, airport <laughs> lounge bar. For watch. some reason, I can see the the the, the Ublo big bang. Yeah, I can see that. That's super cool. Yeah. Wow, and who knows? Who knows if it? Who knows if it was giving him another time zone? Maybe he didn't have to know what time it was for his wife. Uh, I, don't, I don't fucking know how that watch works, dude. <laughs> but you know what? On on quiet nights just like this one, if you listen really, really closely, you can still hear him at that bar. <laughs> He's still there, man. He's still there. He's still there in our minds, right? That was a great lounge. I think it was American. I flew on United. I flew United, and the lounge itself was fine. It was very quiet. Probably the nicest airport bathroom I've ever had the the honor of using. Just the mm-hmm. food situation left a little bit. It was like it was like lukewarm clam chowder and like breadsticks. And I'm like, bro, yeah. can I get like I I don't I'm not gonna eat soup with my fucking fingers, man. Like I need I can I have like 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 a something proper you know but nothing. that's more like what i like to rub on my chest when i'm when i want to feel sleepy <laughs> clam chowder you have clam chowder on your chest when you're when you want to want to lull yourself to bed is that vegan i don't think that's vegan man yeah it's still vegan if you don't eat it <laughs> probably not i'm sorry i'm sorry if you're vegan and you're listening uh, that's so good but um here's what i got so I don't know why for a hotel bar, and you can tell me this is a cop out, okay? I feel like any one of the um, Seiko cocktail line mm. is a great fucking hotel bar, like a classy hotel bar. Yeah, you know, I have no idea why. I think it's a great watch to wear in a bar setting and be pen to be pensive, and to or at least to look fucking pensive. You know? Yeah. Especially there's something very contemplative about the uh the blue the blue dial. Oh yeah, maybe. that's that's totally what I was thinking of too. Yeah, maybe maybe in that same Hong Kong uh hotel bar. I could see that. Yeah. That's a good pick. None like none of these watches tell multiple time zones, by the way. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the key to to really experiencing travel. Not necessarily worrying about where you came from, but where you are. There you go. That's that's. I, well, I think I think that's why traveling is just it's just good. That's why I've always enjoyed it. 
you know mm-hmm. it's it's it might sound kind of weird but some of the best moments in traveling that i've had are because i wasn't thinking about what was going on where i was from yeah you know what i mean so um yeah ditch the second time zone thing just wear something you think just wear something that will let you stay in the moment wherever you are we've come full circle on travel watches i wonder yeah. how many people are angry at us right now that not one of us brought up the stupid gmt master <laughs> i mean i still love that watch i think so one thing also one thing i value more now that i don't think i necessarily valued in the past was <clears throat> and i'm not going to be a snob about gmt movements and like is this a flyers gmt or like a <laughs> like a secretary's gmt <laughs> what the fuck? whatever people call them um but I do like the option for a uh, independent jumping local hour hand that doesn't stop the seconds hand. Like that, that is pretty cool. Mm. The GMT Master does it really, really well. But I want to see more brands. <clears throat> and this is no excuse if you're doing quartz. Uh, you should be doing this. But I want, I, I want to see more brands execute something with like a pusher. Where okay. you just hit it and it advances. Like, oh, that's like so cool. Six clicks and then you're in the UK, you know? So I want to see do, I want to see more of that. Would the button need to lock so you didn't accidentally press it? Is that like a concern? I don't think that's really a concern because if you look at the like the Aquanaut travel time, mm-hmm. which does that really well, um, I don't think that thing locks or anything. It's just well placed. So I'm picturing Remember, or remember, you still have it. Your first generation um, Mako, it has mm-hmm. a button at two o'clock. You never accidentally hit that button. Like, no, on a I didn't. Wall, so. It was screw. It was screw down though. That button is also screw really? down. Yeah. Shit. It's, it's a, di- it's a dive round, man. Yeah, well, I've seen plenty of dive chronos where the buttons don't screw down, but the crown, <laughs> the crown does. So. By the way, I, I wore that watch uh, recently for our five-year wedding anniversary dinner. It was oh incredible. Cool. I wore that watch the day that we got married, and then five years later, I wore I wore it for a dinner. It was great. Hell yeah! I wore I wore the big zero on our um, anniversary. One of the nights in our so like our we did like an anniversary like our one year wedding anniversary weekend. One of the nights we did like a dinner, I think, and I wore the big zero. But the rest of the time, I just wore the sumo. Nice. That's another watch. I can't, I'm never gonna get rid of the big. Yeah, zero. You, you can't. I do can't. It. You can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think this has been a lot of fun. We talked about travel watches, but we didn't really talk about travel watches. But I think that's the point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I envision this as an episode where we sort of maybe recommend watches that we've seen in 2019. Like, for example, if you are still into like the multiple time zone thing, I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend the Monta Atlas, the, that GMT that just came out. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, last episode, I brought up the uh, those Citizen EcoDrive Pro Master divers that now have a GMT function. Like that's really those cool. Are cool. Yeah, you know those those were the two I was thinking of that were sort of out of left field. Um, if you were still looking for a multi time zone watch, and of course like the Seiko Astron. The new 42 millimeters. I think those are good. Those yeah. are good picks. That makes a lot of sense. But uh, I, yeah, I like the way this this evolved. Um, 
a totally different take on travel watches that we weren't necessarily aligned with <laughs> last time that we recorded so, this kind of episode. So the headline, if if y'all are keeping up, is basically the headline. I think of a lot of the episodes that we do, wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Just wear whatever you want. <laughs> Life's too short to worry about something and potentially be unhappy about it. Just wear whatever you want. I think, tell me if I'm crazy, uh-huh. but I think I'm only going to take the Doxa to Italy. I don't think that's crazy. I think that's awesome. I love the notice contrail, and I know that I said that I was going to take it and be mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, like I'm taking it traveling and stuff. I'm going to take photos and everything. Right. <laughs> but I kind of want to just really feel simplified over there. Take, and, take the Doxa. You know, that I've taken that Doxa everywhere since I've gotten it. And that's like, that really has become my travel watch <clears throat> slash vacation watch. And I think, yeah. uh, I think that's kind of another, another notch that that watch could wear on its belt. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. You know, my, 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 my Disney cruise watch is my sumo. So yeah. that's probably what I'm going to bring. And just the one, you know, I think I'll do that. Man, that's crazy. How long? So wait, how long are you going for? Let's look at the calendar. Let's look at the calendar. Oh man. So I'll be gone from June fourteenth to June twenty-sixth. You leave me alone for two weeks. I'm sorry, Kaz. What am I supposed to? What am I supposed to do? Who am I going to talk to? It's almost two weeks. Well, this is why we're recording well, I, ahead I, of time. I round up, Michael. You know, I round up. You know that. We are from the future, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're from the past. We're from the past. That's true. We're from. We're the from the past. So if <laughs> you're right, <laughs> fuck, damn it. If they're if we're recording this while you're still here and they're listening to it while you're gone. We're from the past. I wish you could see what my Google Calendar looks like now. I can't say any of the any of these words. Stay at Romantico ed Eccentrico Apartamento Apocci Pazzi Piazza Navona. That is a lot of fucking words. That sounds like thirteen words, way too many. I hope I booked the right place. <laughs> dude, you're 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 sleeping in a laundromat, dude. You're just gonna sleep on the ground of a laundromat. And that's just the name of the grocery store uh, that's in in Venice. <laughs> that's crazy, man. But yeah, um, and so we're yeah we're recording these episodes, so we'll still be publishing stuff while you're while you're out of town. Are you gonna be on Wi-Fi? Are you gonna be like showing us? Are you gonna be doing like 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 the luxury watch travel thing, like pictures of you like toasting champagne with your loved one and like a wrist shot? Over a sunset, I want to. I want to. I want to convince them to give me champagne at the Florence Panerai Boutique. Are you gonna? Are you really gonna go? Because we we were we were we were we were joking about this. Before. Well, I I, I do want to go. I, I I would like to. That's that's definitely kind of. I think that's sort of an acceptable watch pilgrimage. I would love to see what their boutique looks like over there because apparently it was the original location for the brand, and then mm-hmm. of course it was eventually expanded and turned into this kind of flagship uh boutique i think it'd be kind of cool to visit you correct know? me if i'm wrong that's the one that stallone walked by saw 
and was compelled to buy Panerai and then wore it in a film and like I, caused their re- that, it was that one right I believe so and I think the film was Daylight which I think is a pretty good movie I can't remember it I have to go yeah. back and watch it they get stuck in like the Lincoln Tunnel like it collapses <clears throat> uh-huh. or something like that and he has to get them out with his Panerai or just with his Panerai you know he's like <laughs> Punching walls and shit. <laughs> the um, <laughs> I should really stop doing impressions. None of my impressions are flattering. I've realized. Dude, you 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 had a like your Stallone impression was on point when we talked about the Richard Neal like survival Stallone watch that, that he thing did. was such a train wreck. Dude, that, that was such that a was on wreck. point, dude. It's how he talks, man. I've had, I've had, I had, I had a my my childhood was spent in front of television, so I just heard all these fucking people talking. And I just would make fun of their voices. I think I think uh, he's been wearing something like a yacht master lately, though. He's he's been he's been spotted with more Rolex lately, which is kind of like, I feel like that's kind of like a jab to the heart for Panerai, but whatever. Well, I was gonna ask you when you when you go to the um the flagship the flagship boutique. Um, can you tell me if there's like a photo of, of Stallone on the wall with like candles around it, like a saint can you, and, the, and like a little, a little, a little, a little wooden thing you can kneel on if you want to light a candle. Can you tell me oh, if that's so in there? Oh, y- so you mean if they're taking the Omega approach to marketing? I'll let you know. <laughs> What's the Omega approach to marketing? Dude, so I walked, so I walked by the Omega boutique, which is downstairs from where I work. Right. Um, and they had redone like the windows that you walk by. Okay. For the uh, for the nineteen sixty nine um, like Apollo eleven reissue thing, and there's they have these two massive windows. In one of them, there's like this huge black and white mural okay. for George for George Clooney, and he's kind of just like touching his chin and like showing you his like sea master or whatever the fuck, <laughs> kind of just like staring at you, trying trying to get your wife to look and be like, oh honey, I kind of feel something. Right, no. <laughs> I feel the, the the gentle stirring. I feel it. <laughs> and then in the other, in the other window is your fucking crazy uncle Buzz Aldrin, <laughs> wearing like Hello Kitty bracelets and like gold chains or whatever he has these days. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, man. As far as I'm concerned, he and he's got this like weird Speedmaster, but like on the other side of the bracelet, there's like a Seamaster that he welded on there or some shit like that. Jesus Christ! He's got, and he's all he's doing the same chin thing. He's like, yeah, I landed on the moon. <laughs> I landed on the moon. But what have you landed on? I'll, I'll land. I'll land on your moon. I'll land. Oh my God! Can we, can we get a Speedmaster edition that's just hashtag I'll land on your moon? And it's like a relief of him on the back doing that pose. I'd fucking buy that. I'd pay ten thousand dollars for that for that stupid watch. That's better for the nine o'clock uh, subdial, I think. If he was just it was well, if was, it was his face doing the whole chin touching thing. Well, I was really hoping you were gonna say they had like a mural in the Omega window of like of like the just butt- his, like 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 nine foot tall of just his fucking cornhole and you're just looking up and like oh that's good that's 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 a worldwide hero's fucking asshole for some reason that's no but nice. that's that's what it was I kind of felt like there'd be there'd be this little like foldy thing that comes out onto the floor that I can kneel down on and pray deify the deif- deifying men of flesh and bone but when but you're yeah. in when you're in the pantry you boutique know. you gotta let I'll me let know it's know. important you know. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta let me know, man. It's important. <laughs> if I see Stallone there, maybe I will actually buy a Panerai. You won't see him. He's apparently very short. 
I'm not being rude. I've just heard everyone I've ever heard talk about that guy's like he's super short. So I'm just oh, I'm just man. saying. Well, that means that I can pull off a panorak because I'm pretty short too. <laughs> there you go. Right? Hold on, my cat's here. What's wrong? Are you okay? I'm hungry too. The cat and I have both not had dinner yet. You want some nachos with brown guacamole on them? <laughs> from here, man. I can send them over your way. Yeah, just uh, just saran wrap them and just mail them. <laughs> <laughs> They're mail. only two hours late. Oh, that's disgusting. But here, let's... um. Kaz, Kaz recently heard me have like a meltdown because I was complaining about the food delivery service here, and I I've was never, being, I was being a used. flat out, flat out diva. Like, well, why is my food fucking two hours late? Maybe you were hangry. It's not your fault. You know what I mean? It's, it's just kind of amazing that we can complain about. Like, it really shows me that I'm not ready for the apocalypse. I got to sit down and watch some doomsday preppers, like. And grow like sweet potatoes or something. You think <laughs> those people are ready for the the the, the 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 real the real trick and the the real kind of nature of the apocalypse is that you are not prepared for it. You might be prepared for one aspect of it, but you're never prepared for it. So spending all this time stressing, dude, it's just not worth it. I, dude, I'm, I'm scared, man. There are exponentially mm-hmm. more things here that can kill me. In the Pacific North, like we have volcanoes. I'm surrounded by volcanoes. That's fucking terrible. You should. Come I don't. Here and... Do you, have you seen a volcano in Florida? <laughs> We're not really known for our volcanoes in this part of the country. <laughs> it's like an ant pile instead. <laughs> we have we have fire ants. Uh, those are kind of like volcanoes. You know what I mean? Like I, um, I moved here and it's like, oh, it's Mount Rainier. It's like, oh, that's a volcano. It's active. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, why are people building their homes here? <laughs> yeah. uh, we got to get you out of there, man. You got to come live in celebration. We've uh, we've decided that the best doomsday plan is to buy a boat and just uh, hop on the boat if something happens. Because we're in West Seattle, which is isolated by this huge bridge that's like two and a half lanes. Mm. And uh, yeah, we'll never get out. We'll totally die. So the boat thing makes sense, but it makes sense to escape something, but it's not sustainable. Yeah, what are you it, do on the it's boat, mostly you know? it's mostly for zombies, you know. Unless the zombie can swim. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see swimming zombies until that that like that like side series for The Walking Dead. Those zombies could swim. I never saw that. I never watched The Walking Dead. Yeah. We'll see what I do. Probably nothing. <laughs> did we? We did do a Doomsday. We did an Apocalypse Watch episode, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. It was pretty good. Can we do another one soon? We can Come do on. another one. We can do another one. Oh my god! Here, let me do. A, let me do a half-assed, <clears throat> half-assed recap of this fucking terrible show. Oh, do you mind, Haler? Um, episode 132, Travel Watches. Really different perspective, I think. Um, this is really more of a personal episode just in regards to how much Michael and I's perspective has changed since we first started talking about Travel Watches. After traveling, you know, these past year, a couple years, however the fuck long ago we talked about traveling watches. And um, really excited to hear everyone's opinion on the watches we brought up. Um, also, with the wrist check, you're still, or at least for another episode, you've worn the CWC. I did not wear the sumo again because mm-hmm. i think that's what happened last episode we had worn the same watches two episodes in a row yeah you know um so sorry i didn't i didn't I, I allow us to complete the hat trick um i was today i wore the seiko snk um instead 
Definitely go and check out that Spencer Klein video with the 007 that Michael was talking about. Michael, you and I also have to figure out what one watch we can dedicate an entire episode to. So we've done the Amphibia, we've done the 007. What's a good other potential candidate to do an entire episode on? The Speedmaster, but I'm not smart enough. I think you're smart enough. <laughs> I think you can do it. As I eat my nachos. Those sound like really good nachos, I will say. <laughs> It's like it's like it's like 10:30 p.m. where I am right now, and I am fucking famished. Sorry, I'll put these away. No, crunch, 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 crunch. Um, you know, it'd be hilarious, which would, which would ignite angrily a lot of people who would then try to emulate us with their fucking thoughts. We could do an episode just on the Invicta Pro Diver. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Explore the history of the actual brand. Exactly. Yeah. The actual brand, also in relation to just that watch, that model watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send your hate mail. Uh, hey, I think, and, are they still in like headquartered in Florida? Maybe last you can time visit I heard them. they were, uh, I don't think they want me to go there. Uh, last time I think I heard they were in Hollywood, Florida. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for a factory visit. Headquarters, Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> Founded 1837, Switzerland. Subsidi- you, gotta, you gotta send an email. Subsidiaries, Technomarine, Glycine, Invicta Media Investments. What the fuck? Maybe I can do a fact. You know, it's probably it's probably not even a factory though. It's probably just no. like a distribution hub. Because all this shit's just an office. I'm sure. Yeah. All these things are made, I think, in... I think all of their models... No, some of their models are made, or at least supposed to be made um, in Switzerland. The majority are made in Asia. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe I can visit their offices and look at their water cooler. Get, like, wrist shots with their water cooler. <laughs> the, like, vending machine, right? Oh, man. Glorify office culture. Um, yeah, episode 132. Been a lot of fun. Also, another shout-out again. To the TBWS mug. Uh, fine, finely crafted. <laughs> this thing is fucking badass. It, it, it makes me feel weird that our logo's on something because it's just odd because it's just, it's like a it's like a thing that Michael, you and I have just done that we just created yeah. from really nothing. Um, but it also does, does cause me to feel a little bit of pride. I think it's pretty cool, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, definitely check it out. There'll be a link um, in the show notes here and on the website as well. If you have any questions... Or if you want to see any different like photos of it that like, because I can't control the photos. I don't think I control the photos they put on Teespring. So if you want to see photos of the actual thing, let me know. Um, but the ones that are on the actual Teespring site are spot on, which is pretty cool. You know? mm-hmm. But uh, let me think here. Uh, is there anything else? This is fun. We should we should do this every week. We should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's it. Am I forgetting anything? It's good. This one's in the books. This one's in the books. Book them, Dano. All right, that's sad time. A sad, sad time. You want to start it, and I'll uh, I'll close this out. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Now. Later. Later.